Welcome to the Becoming Priority Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Woodard, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Here at Becoming Priority, I believe that we have to be intentional about making time for ourselves. Whether you need to carve out space for your spiritual, mental, or physical health, you are in the right place. Life is busy. Responsibilities are overwhelming. Sometimes, no matter how hard we try to make time for the things that are important, we forget to add ourselves to that list. It's a constant struggle, but I'm here to tell you that you deserve to put yourself first. And I'm here to encourage, inspire, and support you in becoming priority in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Becoming Priority Podcast. This is episode seven, and today I'm gonna be discussing ways to simplify your life to lower stress. We are living in times where we are overscheduled and overwhelmed. It has become kind of a new normal for everyone. With all of the technology, the opportunities, and the things in our lives, it's easy for us to get FOMO, fear of missing out. And we wanna do all the things have all the things and experience all the things. This adds up to extra stress in our lives, mentally, physically, emotionally, and even financially, sometimes relationally. Everyone knows that COVID put a slowdown on everyone's life, completely shut down some people's lives. But for me, it gave me a glimpse into a much simpler life. And to be honest, when things started picking back up, I was longing for those slower days again. I enjoyed the slower pace of my schedule during COVID, but I also longed for simplicity in other areas of my life too. Obviously, COVID's not gonna keep us shut down forever, or at least we hope not. And we can't always wait for something to slow us down. We need to be intentional about simplifying our life and lowering stress. So today, I wanna talk to you about some of the things that we can do to simplify our lives. Number one, is protect your schedule. There are so many opportunities for our kids and for ourselves to join in on and lots of really good things going on in our lives. It can be easy to want to be involved in all the things, but in reality, when we begin to commit to one thing here and one thing there, the next thing you know, your calendar's filled with something every single night and it can become overwhelming with all the running from one thing to the next. Now, I'm not saying it's bad to be involved in things. There are some really great things that we can commit to. Bible studies, volunteer opportunities, kids' sports, family events. All those things are really great things. But when we start to run from one thing to the next, these good things can suddenly become burdens or things that we become bitter about having to do. The devil can use lots of really great things to keep us so busy that we lose focus on what really matters in our lives. And he uses it to drag us down mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't live an abundant life when we are barely keeping our heads above water or flying through life so fast from one thing to the next. We need to pick one or two things to commit to in a season. So if you have kids, try picking one or two things for them. Even for yourself, pick one or two things that you really want to commit to. Because trust me, those one or two things with multiple kids in the family adds up to a whole lot of things in a week. Decide what your family values most and choose those things that feed those values and allows you and your kids to grow. 
You can never earn more time. It is your most valuable resource. And it's so easy to waste it mindlessly, uh, scrolling social media, or we can also waste it being so busy that we're passing it by far too quickly. So you really have to be intentional with making sure that we're spending it on things that matter most to us. We can also protect our schedule by blocking out times to focus on things that are similar. Do all of your desk activities at the same times, bills, budget, sending cards. Pick a time to do those things and stay focused on just those things when you are. Don't start checking social media or cleaning up the area that you're working in. Just stick to the task at hand. You'll get them done faster, waste less time. If you have several errands to run, try to organize those errands in the same time block so that you aren't making multiple trips out to do those things. If it takes you 15 minutes to drive to that area of town, that's 30 minutes just going and coming back. Sure, you could run one errand a day, but if you have three or four in the same area, you're saving a ton of traveling time batching those and doing them all at once. This will help create room in your schedule for other things. So protecting your schedule is the first thing. Second, clean or declutter your home or your environment. Your environment affects how you feel physically and psychologically. We can waste so much time looking for things that we have misplaced. I did that this week. I spent two different evenings looking for a hole puncher off and on, only to give up and finally finding it when I wasn't even trying and not even in the house. We can grow overwhelmed when we walk into a space in our house. It can be our rooms, our closet, any space that is full of too much stuff. A clean, organized space helps us feel more productive and energetic. When we go on vacation, we often feel so relaxed and we enjoy it more, even if we are just sitting in the hotel room. Part of the reason we feel that way is because the rooms are so clean and orderly with very little extras in it. There's no knickknacks. There's not a whole lot of things sitting around. You don't need to go all in right from the get-go, but find the area that provides you the most stress in your home or your environment and start with it. I started some new classes this week and I knew I needed a clear space to study as well as attending my virtual classes. So I spent some time cleaning and organizing the corner of my room where my desk is so I could have some mental clarity when I sit down and so I can have a place for all of the things for class so I'm not constantly looking for them. Decluttering your home is an ongoing process. It doesn't ever really end. So there are a few things that I find helpful that just create a little bit of order in the midst of the chaos of the house at times. These things are very stressful for me so we try to stay on top of it. So making sure that the kitchen sink is clean before bed doing one load of laundry a day to stay on top of that chaos because you know how crazy that can get, and really putting thought into the things that I'm buying or bringing into my home. So let me go into those a little bit. Going to bed with a clean sink is pretty easy. We do the dishes, clean off the counters. We do go to bed with clean dishes on the counter because we don't have a dishwasher. But waking up to a clean sink is a really great feeling first thing in the morning. Nobody enjoys getting up and going and looking at dirty dishes from the night or the whole week before. Uh, laundry, you know laundry is never ending. And you, if you don't stay on top of it, you will have it everywhere. Plus the stress of what you need to wear being dirty when you're looking for it is very frustrating. 
My husband usually gathers the load the night before, throws it in the washer so it's ready to go, and he starts it before he goes to work in the morning. It's always done by the time that I get up and I throw it in the dryer. Now we do try to get it put up before we go to bed so the dryer is ready for the next day. We aren't perfect about this, but we do well and stay pretty consistent with this. We also don't own a ton of clothes, so it's necessary for us to stay on top of laundry because we will literally run out of things to wear if we don't. And the last thing, putting thought into the things that you're buying or bringing into your home, that is huge. There is always something new or something we think we need. But for me, I try to really think about where it's going to go if I really love it and do I really need it. Oftentimes, I have to decide what I'm going to give up to make room for it. We are in such a consumer-driven world, and reality is most of the time we don't need the new shirt, the new candle, the new picture, or whatever it is. We have to be willing to put some thought into it before we buy it. If I'm shopping online, I may even add it to my cart but not check out and then go back to it the next day. Most of the time, I will decide I don't really need it and not end up getting it. But those are just a few of the ways that I try to stay a little more in control of my environment. My house is by no means a show home. Paperwork is my downfall and you will most likely come into my home to find paperwork all over the table. And because I work at home and half of my equipment is in my living room because it doesn't fit in my shop anymore, you will always find materials and orders in our house. It is the stage of life that we are living in. And until we have more space in my shop to get it out of here, we just have to deal with it. And we all know that if we have the room, we are going to fill it up. That's not to say that I don't need to work on being more organized with paperwork because I definitely need to. And I've been working on systems to try to go more digital with some of it to help out in that area. But if we do these few things that can help us stay in control of some of the chaos in our home as we slowly declutter and get rid of things in other areas of our home and feeling like you've accomplished something like having a clean kitchen sink when you wake up, it just encourages you to keep making good choices and cleaning other areas. It just moves you forward a little bit. So the third thing that we can do to simplify our lives, to lower our stress, is to take charge of your money. It doesn't matter how much money we have. If we aren't taking control of our financial situation, money will occupy too much space in our life. Money can be the source of so much stress on you individually as well as in your relationships. Nobody likes the idea of a budget, but the reality is once we spend the time, effort, and energy to create one, we are telling our money where to go. Then we aren't spending time, effort, and energy every single day stressing over if we have the money or where our money is going. There is a sense of peace that comes with financial freedom, and the only way to achieve financial freedom is to know where you stand financially. Much like our time, we can go through our money without knowing where it went, barely making ends meet, and wasting it on things that fill our homes that we don't even want, need, or enjoy. We need to commit to taking charge of our money, create a budget, establish clear goals, and when we do this, our financial decisions become much simpler. I am personally back on the road to becoming debt-free because, guys, cancer is expensive and something that we couldn't control. So we have more debt than we would like right now. I know that debt freedom is what I'm working towards. 
And when I see the new car I like or the new patio furniture I've been wanting forever or the newest book that I don't have the space for on my shelf, it can be anything really. But when I have a goal I'm working towards, it's much easier for me to make the decision to not get that new thing at this time because I'm not willing to take the money from my debt to get that thing. This actually benefits me in my home environment as well because I'm forced to be more intentional about what I'm actually purchasing because of my financial goals. So it benefits me financially as well as in my environment. So it's really a win-win for both areas that I'm trying to personally simplify right now. The fourth thing that we can do is cut toxic people out of your life. Sometimes we have friends or family members that cause us stress that we don't need. They can be the person who calls every day to complain about things. It can be the person in your life that always has to be negative or critical of what you're doing in your life. Or maybe it's the person that has to one-up you in every single thing you're doing in your life, no matter if it's good or bad. Negative and toxic people can take up a lot of space in your life, mentally and time-wise. Now, you should never cut someone out of your life just because they're going through a hard time. That's not what I'm saying here. We need to support our loved ones when they're going through a hard time, just like we want support in our hard times. But we should set boundaries with them that are healthy for us. Sometimes we only spend time with those people occasionally. But the time that we spend dreading the visit and then calming down after the visit takes a toll on us mentally. Sometimes we need to cut ties with people altogether. But setting healthy boundaries is always the place I recommend to start with people. Cutting out or limiting time with toxic or negative people frees up space for those who really do matter more in your life. It also lowers the stress in your life. Because if we all know anything, we become who we hang out with. So if we are constantly with the people that are being negative and complaining all the time or that are tearing us down, that's not doing anything for us mentally, but adding stress to our lives. So we really need to cut toxic people out of our life or at least set healthy boundaries with them. And the fifth thing that we can do to simplify our life and lower our stress is to brain dump. Now, I use brain dumps daily and weekly. Some people can do weekly and be okay, but I have a very busy mind and I feel the need to do it daily as well to help control stress. Pick a day to brain dump all the things that you need to do for the week and write them out. You can do it on Friday, you can do it Saturday or Sunday, just sometime before you're starting your week, depending on what your week looks like. Then you can take some time to decide what has to be done this week and when it needs to be done and go ahead and schedule those in. This helps to eliminate stress because you know what's coming and you know what things you have to do at a certain set time so you can work around those things. Now I do choose to brain dump nightly because I always have so much running through my mind and if I can get it out of my head and on paper, I tend to stress less and worry less about it, which helps me to sleep better because if I'm stressing and worrying all night that I'm gonna be a forgetting to do the thing that needs to be done, I'm probably not going to sleep very well. Brain dumps are also helpful for me when it comes to things to do that aren't necessarily time sensitive. Now I have a master to-do list for things around the house, projects, repairs, all those types of things. I keep a spiral with just these things in it 
and I write down what I want to do or need to do. And if I know the cost, I will include it in there. That way, when I have a few minutes, hours, or even a weekend, I can schedule some of those things in and get them done. Getting things out of your head and planning are a great way to lower stress in your life. Nobody enjoys missing your dentist appointment or being late to a lunch commitment. If we can do some planning in advance, we can avoid the hurry and the rush of forgetting and being late. And that definitely allows us to live with less stress in our lives. Life is crazy enough and the idea of simplifying it can feel very overwhelming. That is not what we're trying to do here. So let me remind you that we want to start small, baby steps. Just start subtracting daily. Get rid of a little bit of clutter here. Clear up some mental space here. Carve out an extra 20 or 30 minutes in your calendar here. Make some room in an area of your life, anywhere in an area of your life, so you can begin to feel lighter and less stressed. The less we own, the less you have, the less you have to invest into things you don't want to do. Y'all, less is more here. Life is enjoyed more fully when it's simple. So let's recap the things we can do to simplify our life and lower stress. Number one, protect your schedule. Number two, clean or declutter your home or your environment. Number three, take charge of your money. Number four, cut toxic people out of your life. Number five, brain dump. Now I hope you found these tips helpful and I hope you will start implementing them into your daily life. Remember, start small, changing things daily, and they will start adding up to very noticeable changes to the stress level in your life. I would love to hear how you simplify your life or plan to start, so feel free to message me on Instagram so we can chat about it. I can't wait to talk to you again in the next episode. And until then, I hope that you work on simplifying your life and lowering your stress because you are worth it. I hope you have a great day, everyone. Hey, friends, I just want to thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you were encouraged and reminded that when you take time for yourself to focus on your spiritual, mental or physical health, it is not selfish. It really does allow you to show up better for others without losing who you were created to be in the process. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on Instagram and tag me at Becoming Priority. I would love to hear your takeaways. You can also leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really does help to get the word out and build this community, and it means a lot to me. Until next time, Make sure you're taking the steps needed and carving out space for yourself because you matter and you deserve it.